It used to, used to give us a countdown, but now it doesn't anymore. Anyway, it's a little rusty, but that's all right. We'll figure it out as we go, right? You know what's sad is the amount of times... We'll have to do a super cut of the amount of times we've said, like, oh, we're a little rusty because it's been a little while, or, like, <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go. We will never figure it out. We will it's never just... not be... We're in a perpetual state of rust. There's no... There's mm-hmm. no sanding mm-hmm. off the rust. This is just like a... You know, your your mother's antique store favorite shop. Right. That sentence was awful, but you know yeah. what I mean. Well, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Right. But by it's, by it's definition, like rust is always headed towards disaster, right? So even the saying like "shake the rust off" is like you can't. That's not really how rust works, right? Unless you like put some kind of chemical compound that like stops the process of it, and then and like cover Lord it up. Lord knows like, the only chemical compound we're working with is alcohol, so <laughs> I don't think that stops anything. That'd but that won't stop us from trying. That's for sure. No. Yeah. I mean, we'll drink it away, right? Eventually, um, you throw enough stuff hey, down there. We march on towards entropy, right? Everything falls into a state of chaos. So, and with that, <laughs> yeah, all right, no kidding. Well, yeah, should we just dive in? I, I made some notes today while I was listening to some stuff, so like, we'll just vibe and you know, vibes only feels. See how yeah, it goes. Yeah, let's, let's vibe. All right. <clears throat> Get that sip. I think I'm gonna shorten my and this year. With that, we are underway here at the Dummy Run Podcast, a Medicine United leaning MLS podcast that may mention the USL from time to time. I'm Alsa Kraken, he's Grant Hirschberger, and we are back, babies. We're like the opposite of of the uh, you know slasher movie murderer where you can't get rid of them. It's more like you can't get us to come back. You know, we keep trying to reboot. Alex and I, you know, it's been a while, guys, and Alex and I probably talked about this 9, 10, 11 times mm-hmm. of, like, we should record this week. Mm-hmm. they like, yeah, we're definitely going to record this week. And then the week would be done, and mm-hmm. we'd get to the next one. So we're like the opposite of Jason Voorhees. Uh, once we're in the dirt, we're, we're there for a while. Although that is kind of like horror movies, right? Like, the person's running away, and then they, like, fall and, like, kind of crawl slowly, and then, like, <laughs> sit on their back, and then, like... So it is kind of similar to that. But I mean, hey, it's been a busy winter, right? Uh, we both recently bought houses, so we've been doing house projects. I'm st- I'm planning a wedding. The winter was long and cold and dark. It's just, it's a busy time for all of us. Yeah. You're planning a wedding. I'm in the wedding. Yep. Um, that's true. As long as, know, I mean, I, I still have time to change my mind on that. So don't get you too do, comfortable. You do. I know. I know. Um, so anyways, yeah, I mean, we're busy, right? Alex has a lot of life changes. So do I. But we liked doing this, and but we're going to try to be back. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there was ever a question. So here we yeah. are. We're back. The things are heating up a little bit. The boys are down in Florida. Grant, where do you want to start about the last two, three, whatever it's been, months, or the last two to three days? You know, I think we have to go to, honestly, the number one uh, most important thing, which is Reynoso status. Dun, because, dun. I mean, because, correct me if I'm wrong, right? I think there's not a single aspect of this team that's more significant to our win-loss ratio, win-loss draw, 
than Reynoso's status. Well, I think other team red cards has a bigger impact on our <laughs> win-loss ratio. But yes, I hear what you're saying. So nothing new happened. Just like when he went back, he still had questions that he needed to answer. And it sounds like that's not going super well for him. Yeah, I don't... So it, it seems very vague. The last we had heard was that an, an Andy Greeter tweet where he essentially said, like, Reynoso was in there for personal reasons and didn't specify that it was court. Um, which, Alex, do you take Andy's tweet uh, of Ray being still in Argentina for personal reasons, quote-unquote, to mean court? How do you How do you interpret that? Well, yeah. I mean, he was, re, he was just re-saying what the club told him. So I think the company line is he's there for personal reasons. And I think before the season, I mean, I think at, pretty much as soon as he went back there, we knew that he had outstanding legal issues that he had to resolve. So yeah. it doesn't come as any surprise to me. Um, I think we were all hopeful that it would go a lot smoother. But, like, really at the end of the day, he's just another citizen that has to answer for whatever did or didn't happen. I think people tend to, and especially when it's related to sports because we're all impatient, but like in America, and I, I don't know anything about the Argentinian courts, but, or is it Argentine? Is it Argentinian or Argentine? I feel like Argentinian sounds better. I feel like um, Boca du Nord is going to, he's going to hit us up yeah. and, and let someone us know. Someone smarter so than us will know. Someone smarter than us will know. I'm going to go with Argentine. Now, now that it's it's coming off the the tongue a little better, so I don't know much about the Argentine courts, but I would assume if they're anything like American courts, stuff sometimes takes a while to process paperwork, to get filed, to um, people will you know reassess cases or appeal or whatever, and so we want this to be done. Um, I'm not going to weigh in if you know it seemed like he was out of there right and that he was all good and they said it was all done and he wasn't even in the party maybe but now it's back open so we'll see alex let's say we do not have reynoso for the entire year knock on wood that's mm -hmm. us i'm loudly knocking i hope my dog doesn't bark um <laughs> what does our team look like and what is our playoff chances well are you saying like if we like, if Reynoso leaves, or like we just literally Let, don't have him for the year because he's doing something the whole time. Like, do we go get someone say, new? Don't <clears throat> overthink it. I, I think if we find out today, they say Alex and Grant were the first to break the news. Listen, extra, extra, mm -hmm. that Reynoso <laughs> is out for the. I don't know. I'm doing the 1940s voice, but you know, he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, what does that look like to you? Like, let's pretend you could broker a deal. You could try to. Mm -hmm. But, like, what 10 or Reynoso substitute could you get this fast? So that's part of the question, right? Mm -hmm. Answer the frickin' question, Alex. Yeah, sure. That's fair. Um, I mean, it doesn't look good, that's for sure, right? I mean, Reynoso is, is arguably, if not, not even... Arguably, Reynoso is one of the best players in the league. I'm sure you could make an argument for top five or whatever, you know, whatever. We're only getting that. Um, so to you obviously point, are not going to be... I want to put this out there. There was a... Um, I forget what Major League Soccer analyst he was saying, who's your top five uh, tens, he was saying. Mm -hmm. But a lot of Reynoso shout-outs. So. Yeah. So you're not, obviously you're not going to replace him, like, like for like, obviously. Um, with that said, and I want to try and answer this hard because it's going to be easy to listen to part of what I'm saying and be like, well, that's dumb. I, 
it, it doesn't concern... Obviously, again, Reynoso is one of the best players in the league, and he's an integral part of our system. But at the same time, it's like, I kind of feel like we could move some stuff around, and it wouldn't be a total wash. Because while he is so good, it's almost like he's so good that like a lot of how good he is, we can't actually do anything with because we don't have the pieces around him to make it matter, you know? So, like... I think if we just move some pieces around and whatever, yeah, Robin comes into the middle or we get rid of uh, the typical system and play with, um, you know, something where we don't have that true number, kind of playmaking number 10. I think we could, like, get around it and end up with a team that is not as worse as you would think it would be when we're missing a player of his caliber, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Because while he is so good, we've seen the last couple of years, he's not good enough to help us, you know, win the cup. Like, not one player can't do that much. Yeah. So it would be terrible, and I really hope it doesn't happen. But we would find a way, and I would not say that there's a zero percent chance we like still make the playoffs. You know, I think we could still get into the playoffs in like like the seventh or sixth seed. I would say I, I would similarly echo what you're saying. Um, and I would make the argument that as important as and as talented as Reynoso is, with this team right now, his addition or subtraction doesn't move the needle a ton for this team. And the reason I say that is because we still don't have that Kevin Molino substitute. So Kevin Molino being a winger, not a striker... I would prefer it to be a striker, but the person who Ray, like, vibed with, clicked with, I mean, you could argue Lude, but, like, I, I still, we're still missing that, like, guy that Reynoso can really, really feed and then also help build with Franco and whether it's Bongi or whomever, right? And so until we get that guy or somebody steps up, maybe it's Amaria, um, whether it's Lude in the 10 or Reynoso, I don't think it's a huge difference mm. because Lude making a pass to a number nine, you know, whomever it may be, and Reynoso making a pass to number nine, if they're still, you know... We've seen Amaria be good, and I don't want to, like, discount him for this year. We'll talk about that. But, you know, who knows, right? It It doesn't move the needle a ton for me. So I could see us making just the very bottom of the playoffs. I think we'd be okay i don't think we'd be good yeah Um, i would like to have ray right and we're both making a very interesting with both making a very interesting point that i think a lot of people are gonna can't say our own points are interesting well no because i think a lot of people are gonna make fun of us for saying interesting for saying like these idiots actually think that like us missing reynoso wouldn't be a big deal and i don't i want to make sure that it was clear like neither of us are saying that i think we're saying like Mm -hmm. if we were a better team it would almost make a bigger deal Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, we like, have, like, yes. Ray is so good that, like, it almost, like, like, if, like, the, you know, like, the Messi, Mbappe, like, that, like, whatever, Neymar combo. Like, one of those guys goes down, like, no one is going to come close to working that triangle at a high skill level as the way that those three can do it. But, like, when you just have one of those pieces, it's like, he's so much better that, a lot of his potential can't even be realized because no one else can play to that level with him. Exactly. Yeah. It, so it while doesn't... it is one of the best players in the league that you don't have on your team anymore, I don't think that's true like a one-for-one loss of talent as it relates to the team because 
no one else can play with him at that level. We had question marks that needed to be addressed anyways. Yeah. That would have, you know, made the difference, right? Do you think there's anything to him not wanting to play here? No. I I was just seeing some stuff about, um, you know, there were some rumors, and I know this is getting to one of our listener questions. I don't know if you have them pulled up, but there were rumors that we potentially offered him to Vasco da Gama. um, And a lot of those were saying that he still... um, basically said that he wanted to stay in Minnesota. A lot of the stuff that I've been seeing online seems to insist that he says he wants to be in Minnesota. I don't know if it's true that we offered him to anybody. That would be very surprising to me. Um, I never even saw that tweet. All the tweets I saw said that they asked for Well, tell the people why you don't see the tweets. Well, okay. I got (laughs) rid of my personal account. I didn't actually get rid of it. I just logged out and left it there back when everything with Elon Musk this this fall was getting crazy i didn't go online i didn't go on twitter for at all for all winter and then not recently before you tweet at us guys listeners i shouldn't say guys guys and gals yeah uh about elon musk think about this don't okay carry on alex (laughs) and now recently i've been going on through our dummy run account just to kind of see because it's shocking how hard it is to find info like elsewhere it's yeah. like, especially just like, I don't actually want to like read about all of it. I just want to know like, oh, is I heard about some some player like who's talking about that? And you can just pull up Tom Bogart's tweet, and he's like, here's what it is, you know. Yeah. So I have been going on a little bit more. Um, I hope that situation resolves itself so I can go back on there fully. But yes, anyways, I did not see anyone actually saying that that we offered them, we offered him to them. Um, or at the very least, I saw several different tweets saying that they asked for him. Um, and there was like a report of, like, it says that Reynoso wants to leave, which again, like nothing up to this point would make me think that's true. I've heard that he loves it here and we just paid him a lot of money and he's the guy that everyone loves. So, yeah. And you have to imagine, look, there may be a time where we do get the right number and we have to sell them. But, and I like to think that our listeners are very reasonable unless you're hate listening to us because you're not an unreasonable or you're, you are an unreasonable person, but uh, the team is not dumb. They know what they have in Reynoso. And so when the offer comes, it's going to be a big number and it's going to be one of those numbers that you're like, we love Reynoso. I want him to retire a loon ideally, mm-hmm. but if we sell him, it's going to be for a not insignificant amount of money. And mm-hmm. so if that's what Vasco was offering, maybe they did entertain the call. Or maybe they just had the conversation and they said, well, it's not enough. So yeah. we don't really know. I mean, everything's um, for sale, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except for Robin Lude. Because he can, <laughs> he can literally play every single position. Which, you know, I know I'm a Robin Lude stan, right? It, it's so funny. And, and I'm not even saying this in a gloaty way, like, oh, I told you so. But, like, it's so interesting to see his, let's call it character arc, for Minnesota United fandom, where he went from... Pretty much most people either thought he wasn't good or he was being used poorly or he wasn't achieving his potential to 2020 where all of a sudden, oh, he seems like a promising player. He's pretty good to 2021 where he's a significant goal scorer for us to 2022 where he plays literally any position we need him to striker winger anywhere in the midfield or striker. Mm-hmm. It probably could play defensive mid for all I know. 
he's like one of besides Ray, he's probably one of our most important players. So it's interesting to see that. I mean, he basically was playing defensive mid in last year, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, unless you don't consider an eight technically defensive mid. True. No, you're right. Yeah, he was he was playing yeah. an eight, which is crazy. Yeah. Like that's nuts. Um, so yeah, super cool. Um, where do you want to go? Should we talk about transfers? Transfer rumors? Well, there's some rumors. There's some. Let's talk things. about who is actually officially in. First off. How are you feeling about where we sit right now with the team? If we were not to make another signing, and let's say Ray comes back, no more signings. Shouldn't we are say we... this after we talk about the new signings? Because that makes more sense. Well, I don't really have any big things to talk about the new signings. Do you? Why don't you start? Well, so there's Daniel Henry. Yeah, so um, I have a list here. I, I okay, think I made a list. Start, so let, yeah. me know if you, let me know if you think I'm missing one. So we have... For uh, the record, listeners, I was going to go off memory, and Alex has a list, which no, shows I made a list we today slipped into our going through perfectly. the. Yeah. But that was just based off going through the roster and looking at new people. So yeah. uh, Dunbar, who was the LA Galaxy guy, who apparently people are pretty excited about. Um, then we got Jiba. Did you know how you say his name? J-I-B-A. No, I don't, I don't know. The, the Union Ryan? Omaha guy. Is it Ryan Jiba? Yeah, it's Jiba. I think it's Jiba. Uh, Henry. Uh, we got Irwin, the goalie, who's basically like... Um, who's the new Tyler Miller. Uh, he said he's not coming here to be a number two, which Heath was like, I like that in a kid, but come on, you're the number two. Um, then we got uh, Valentine, Valentine, who has been around the league a few different places. He was in uh, Portland, is where I remember him being. Then he went to Houston, I think just for the one year, maybe two. And now he's here. So he's a vet, which is always good. Um, then just recently, the Marquez, this friend, the Swedish guy, has mm-hmm. been made official. And as of this afternoon, it sounds like this uh, La Liga, or no, not La Liga, Jesus, Liga Amecas, uh player, top something, toppy, uh, a defender out of Liga MX. I had Might his, be happening. his name here a minute ago. It sounds like it's pretty much happening. The debate is... Uh, when? When, yeah. Um, Did so, I miss anyone that you can think of? I mean, I wish they'd sign me, but... No. Um, for confirmed signings, it sounds like that's everybody. So that team, as it is, I think there there is a lot to be said about development and cohesion. And so we talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. These players need to gel. They need to get comfortable, etc. I think another year for the team to be together isn't necessarily a bad thing. And so I think... This team doesn't do necessarily better than last year. You know what? Let's hold. Let's hold oh. on this. Because you're right. So first off, what do we think of the signings? What do we think <laughs> of the signings? Because there's three, there's three parts of this that I think we need to talk about. First off, what do you think of the signings? Are you finding hey, so disappointed? Grant, answer my question. Oh, wait. Yeah. Don't answer it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find yourself disappointed? Are you like, that sounds good. I'd like to see a few more. I would like to see an attacker. Okay. Um, I would like to see an attacker preferably somebody who can play striker and it's between Amaria and that striker. And then I would like to see somebody who can play as a 10 mm, um, mm-hmm. or, or some kind of thing, unless loot is just our slot him into 10 emergency problem. Yeah. Cause we got rid of Hayes and we got rid of Azil Jackson, who obviously like, was never actually on the first team, but like that was something that I think we were looking at. So again, right now so we don't weird. really have an obvious choice replacement yeah i don't i don't know what happened with the azil jackson thing i I really wish we would have found a way to keep him but you know maybe they promised him actual first team minutes and we weren't ready to do that yet so i think he's gonna light it up yeah 
Yeah, I mean, and again, maybe that says something about what we know about the Reynoso situation. Like, if Reynoso is standing in front of him, you know, and and there's someone who's willing to pay for him right now, I would definitely argue that we have bigger concerns than like, you know, putting this this you know 19 year old who we hope who is promising on you know on our bench for the next three years, whatever it ends yeah. up being. Um, I'm with you. I'd like to see some more. I'd like to see a striker, and we obviously we've been linked to several. Um, none of them have seemed super likely, or if they seem likely, they have been super exciting. Um, but I think we obviously need to bring that in, and I want to see some more defensive things. It would be nice if we could get this guy from Liga MX because it sounds like he is actually like ready to come in, um, whereas the Swedish guy feels more like a bongy signing almost. It's like a young, promising talent that like we're probably surprised in some places, but is definitely not like locked. Um, um, I want to jump in really quick about the the Swedish guy because okay, great guys. I have a favor to ask, guys, and gals, guys and gals. Guys is gender neutral, right? We all the way you're saying yeah. it, that's what you mean. But yeah, okay, yes. yeah, all right. We all understand that. Okay, so here's the thing, right? I see a lot of people doing this. Don't do this, okay? Where we see a player, oh, he's on the Swedish second division team, and people go, oh, well, we could have signed blah 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 this player, that player. You don't know what the team saw when they scouted him. They scouted this player. You don't know. And so from what I understand, which I've seen from a few different sources, he was scouted by quite a few other teams that were interested in him. And so if he were to be signed, let's say for one day by, I don't know, throwing a team out like Scottish Rangers or something, and then we signed him, suddenly he becomes better to you. Like, understand that, there's a huge wide world of players in this soccer market, right? And and you can literally go anywhere and find somebody who's a hidden gem. And I'm not saying this kid is going to be the next, you know, Sergio Ramos. But, like, let's just watch him play before mm-hmm. we suddenly go, oh, yeah, he's going to be, you know, mediocre or whatever. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe he'll be good. Maybe he'll be all right. Let's take a deep breath. Don't worry about where they come from. It's context. But it's not everything, right? Let's watch them play. Let's see how they fit in. Maybe this kid's an athletic beast. He just needs, you know, mm-hmm. to, uh, a better touch. Or maybe he's got a great touch. He needs to get a little more athleticism. I don't, stuff gets fixed, right? That That's why they're young center back prospects. We don't need them just yet. It just frustrates well, me. we kind of do, but... Yeah. Well, we, soon. <laughs> There's not a ton of time, but <laughs> not immediately. Take your time, but also, like, next week would be super great. Um... I think all those things are true. Yeah, you know, to use to use examples that we are familiar with, because I don't think anyone listening follows the Swedish second division super closely. Um, although I mostly found out I'm mostly Swedish. Isn't that interesting? Um, but anyways, I mean, you think about like what like what Brendan Aronson was like. Whatever, th- three three years ago, four years ago, he was in MLS. And if you had told someone in the EPL that they were going to sign this kid, they would be like, "Who the hell is this kid?" Like. He's in, I mean, I guess that is still like a top division in the country, but still, like, it's nowhere near the EPL level, EPL level, obviously. But then a couple of short years at whatever Salzburg, and then I don't know if he went to Leipzig too, but like, he very quickly ascended that ladder, and now he is someone that everyone in, you know, in EPL admires or at least respects. So those things happen, and like, to realistically where we are in our market like we need to get those players before there's someone because we don't really have the money or at least we don't look like we want to spend the money to sign someone once they've already become something so i'm excited it doesn't seem like it's a big deal i don't understand 
a lot of people are talking about how that changes our him taking our the second U twenty two initiative spot changes our ability to sign DPS. I've read the rules a few different times, and from what I can tell, that is not the case. So if you, I also refuse to learn the rules because they're bull, crap, and it why just why do we have to make it so complicated? Yeah. It should not be this complicated. Well, I mean, that's the argument, right? Everyone's saying, like, take the training rules off the league. The reason it's so complicated is because the league has crashed and burned before, and they're trying to keep that from happening again. People are saying, take the training rules off. I'm not necessarily in one camp or the other because I, I do think it. I love the parody of our league. But from Why what I can we... tell, you have 20 senior roster spots. You're allowed to use up to three U22 initiative spots that don't count against your senior roster spots and something they like free up free up salary cap whatever that part's honestly not important because we just have one so this signing the second spot i don't think impacts anything with the dps if you want to sign a third then you have to have then that does impact your your dp spots unless you're using one of them on a young dp or whatever but again that part doesn't matter either everything i've read says that the first two U22 initiative spots have no impact in your DP spots. So if you're seeing something else, actually seeing it, please let me know. I'm going to make it up. Anyways, that's interesting there. Let's go. So the reason I, I, I paused you when we talk about the news guys is because as equally important as the new guys is the people who are returning from serious injury. So at the end of the season, obviously, we were without Debasi for the last crucial part of the season who is we all know how good he is uh we also spent the entire season without Wea and the entire season without Dotson those are people who had major major injuries in addition to that Bongi went through a stint where he was not 100 percent um again kind of towards the end of the season I'm pretty sure that Ariaga was in and out for a bit with some stuff he was working on yeah, Ariaga um, was noticeably injured for a large part of the season yeah um I'm trying to think what else I mean obviously I think the, 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 the right and left back, there were some issues there. We had a lot of people who were injured last year. I mean, which will happen again this year. It happens every year. But specifically, Debasi and Dotson, and Wea is still kind of the question mark. So you mix the new guys in with the guys coming back from injury, and now the picture looks a little brighter. I mean, for me, like that's kind of what I'm talking about with, with the chemistry and then also getting guys back healthy. I believe... Ariaga has one of the highest ceilings in our midfield. Um, I think he's a really, you know, he's got some um, growing up to do. He's a young player still. But, uh, I mean, he just, when he's on, he's a really, really good player. He can provide a lot passing forward. He can chase down guys um, defensively, uh, super good in aerial duels. Um, and so, for me, if he can be 100% healthy for this season... I think that makes a big difference. Dotson, you know, gives us a jack of all trades. I say this with like reservation because I'm, uh, you know, I'm not a hater. I'm a, I'm a big Dotson fan. I feel like, and we've talked about this in the past, where what's his position, and he kind of maybe needs to pick one potentially. Um, I, I feel like he's not the best choice at any position right now. Like, I think he's a really good option at a lot of positions. Um, and and even positions that he's not necessarily great at, he's still serviceable, like winger. But, like, would you put him at 
left or right back? I wouldn't. Would you put him at, you know, eight or six position? I mean, not over Curvin. Maybe with Curvin, maybe Dotson and Curvin, you know, in an eight and six. I mean, who knows? But I just, I don't know. I, I'm having a tough time seeing how he breaks into this team. But stuff like this happens in sports, you know? Maybe he comes back with a fire and gets his spot back. You never know. Well, I think we need to give him a spot, too. I think that I think last year he was supposed to get a spot, and then he got injured right away, and now he wasn't able to. But I think we need to give him a spot because the Swiss Army Knife thing is, is cool, but I think if he's really going to be the player that we know he can be, he has to earn a spot. Or he not earn a spot, he has to start playing consistent minutes in a single spot. Yeah, I would I would agree. So for his own that for his own good. Yeah, yeah. So you mix the new guys and then you got the big guys come back from injury. And then just I mean, our team is so new. It's so new. Think about all the people who who will be coming back this season, first off, just starting the season here. Um, you know, people like uh you know, obviously like Garmender Garcia, people like Benitez, um uh bongi i think i forget when bongi came in when ariaga came in someone like luis Amaria, who he signed his second time here and looking up the date was um february 2022 right so he's not new but at the same time this is a year that he's coming in and he finally like knows where he's living and i heard that like his family is here now and like his you know like those things are all like Different. So when we look at not only we saw Ray's performance increase when his family finally moved yeah. up to Minnesota. So you, yeah, I mean you can talk about new new players like we just left it. We talk about people coming back from injury, but all these people. I mean, I while we we were having some technology issues, and while we were doing that, I did a quick some quick math using Excel. So I some of these dates might not be one hundred percent right, but from what I could tell, I went to Transfer Market and got an export of when all the signings were. And then I did a formula from the signing date to today, how long that's been. I think I did that right. It looks about right. The average pl- the average time on our team is 633 days, which is about 1.74 years. So the average player has been here less than two years proper time. You know, not even seasons, just like actual dates. And there's a few outliers like, you know, Boxall and Coleman and stuff who are like in like the 2000s. Like if you took out, if you took out, you know, Boxall, Coleman, and even like Dotson is like, is like three times as much as anyone. I'm sure that'd be a much different, different number. So we talk about the new guys and we talk about the injuries, but like a lot of these people are still have just not been here that long. Not only not that long in terms of just settling into the system and the league, but also every time someone new comes in, that whole thing resets. So I think that I'm really looking forward to people, yeah, like, you know, Amaria getting more settled in, Ariaga getting set in. You know, what can what can uh Bongi do? What can Mender Garcia do? Um and then obviously Benitez and who is like a total wild card, you know, what does he have a spot? Um I think there's a lot of those guys who when they start settling in and get more and more experience with this team it, they could have a very different performance than what we've seen so far. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a important part of it, right? You have, and I'm just trying to be careful about how I say this. Like, you've got teams like Seattle, which, of course, Seattle, the players I'm about to mention, are of a very, very high quality. But, like, you know, Rui Diaz and a lot of those guys in those teams have, have been there for a number of years together playing, and they have that... 
you know, stable base. And so I think we're building towards that. And there's a lot to be said about what, what a team who is bonded together and knows what each other is going to do and knows where they want to make their runs. I mean, it means more than you, you would think it would mean, right? Having that continuity. And so I feel good about where this team is. I'd like to see us make improvements at some spots, like we've said, but it's not bad having some of these guys come back and, you know, a little, little more familiarity together. So now I want to go back. And okay, I took out I took out Fred Emmings because he doesn't play even, so that doesn't matter. And I took out Brent Coleman and I took out Michael Boxall, and that brought it down from 633 to an average of 448 days. Um, so again, it's a very it's a very new team. Um, all of those things said, now I want to go back to where I started this question and then stopped you. If we weren't to bring in anyone else, and all of those things considered, how would you feel about this season? <sighs> I think we would be an okay team. I I think we would be more consistent than last year. I don't think, I don't know, it's tough, right? I, I really try to not be overly optimistic. Um, and I do think sometimes people think like, oh, you know, no transfers in is the end of the world. It isn't always. Sometimes you do need to address certain positions, but also, um, you know, I, I think we have still seen glimpses of the good Amaria, mm-hmm. and I still don't feel like I know what he is. Like, there's moments, you know, you had that one, I forget what team it was, but that solo goal where he, like, ripped it from outside of the box. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a low-driven rocket, uh, bottom left side. And, like, he has other moments like that as well. You know, his, um, you know shot inside the box from like a terrible angle you know, that passed from uh, Benitez. Um, I don't know, right? Like he could be the guy or he could not. And mm-hmm. and I think the benefit to bringing in new talent is like the competition, of course, but we don't have a bad team. I don't think we have the most talented team. I definitely don't think we have an MLS Cup winning team or a Supporter Shield winning team. But I think we have a playoff team, as is, barring injuries. But mm-hmm. that's doing a lot of work saying barring injuries, yeah. right? Yeah, I think I would. I still want to see us sign another another one to two pieces. You know, so a, a striker. Right now, I think like really like honestly, like Amaria is like the only actual like striker we have. Um, I, well, I guess Mender Garcia. So, and I think we need defensive help still. But as I started kind of putting this list together and looking at how new and everyone is, I'm almost just like, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe we need to just like get yeah, sure, get some pieces who like will help us in the future. But I don't necessarily Which we were know. Looking. What's that? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, you were gonna finish your sentence. I just don't necessarily know. Like we just we just are always grasping at straws going into every year, bringing new people in, and then wondering why they don't work. And then like part of me just wants to be like, let's just just kind of see where we got here, you know? And and I think also when you start looking at, like, what windows are actually open and what players you can be able to get, like, maybe it's not the worst thing to start the year with basically what we got. Again, let's bring in some center back help because right now if Boxall or Dubasi go down, or Boxall, yeah, or Dubasi go down, we're basically out of luck. And, like, fill in some of those, like, liability areas. But part of me is kind of talking myself into feeling, like, pretty good about just going back into the year with the pieces we had last year plus some people getting healthy, 
and plus some of the newer guys coming in. Um, sorry, some of the newer guys, the guys getting healthy, guys coming back for a couple of years, and then also some people like Tani, uh, who was you know on the two team on the bench. Chacon, you know, maybe he's, he's ready not, to make a bigger a bigger team. impact. Hmm. <laughs> Saying Tommy Chacon. No, Tani. Tani Oleosewi. Yeah. Oleosewi. So. All that to say, I actually am feeling a lot better about the team as it is. The more I like, kind of think through this stuff and look at look at the numbers. The more you talk yourself into it. The more I talk myself into it. Yeah. Hey, what's to say we can't go on a run win the MLS Cup? Exactly. No, I think we looked at some really. So here's the thing. I like when we look at like <laughs> when we look at good players, but um, you know, we looked at uh, Chogwe Sung. Um, who's a Korean international attacker. Um, he was looking at potentially moving to us or Celtic or Mainz. Um, sounds like he might be going to Mainz. It sounds like the deal's off, but also we were told in no uncertain terms that the deal with Kervin Ariaga was off and mm. look how that worked out, right? So I don't ever um, think a, a deal is done until the player pops up you know, in the jersey or if they add us on Instagram. Uh, shout out to Unu. But um, <laughs> we also looked at Wang Bijo, um, and give me some credit because that's actually going off memory and I'm pretty sure that is his name. Another Korean attacker, um, both very highly touted and high quality players. Uh, would have loved to see them. I don't know if we will get one or either or any of them, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not against what you're saying. You know, Mender Garcia, I think shows he's rough he's very raw um he has potential but who knows he's definitely not a dp i really do hope we buy him down i don't know when we can do that um and then you know bongi i think he really started to bongi is the player that that's a guy who just need time needs time mm-hmm. like you saw his trajectory before he got injured he got better every game in my personal opinion in one way or another whether it was you know defensively or offensively he really is learning um, the way that we want to play the game very quickly. And so if we make no more acquisitions, I won't be like A++ for the season. But I won't be mad. We signed two young center backs. We desperately needed that. I It is what it is. Yeah. I think so too. I think, uh, yeah, a few pieces here and there. Um, but the more I, the more I link, think about the team and, and where we're at, and again between the injuries and guys being a little settled in the team, and some of the small pieces we already are have picked, we already have picked up. I I'm feeling a lot better about it than I think I thought I was. So we'll see. Uh, how are you feeling about the Apple TV deal? We talked about it last year, but like, is that causing you any more or less excitement as we go into the year? I would say neutral. Um, I don't think it really, I mean, look, things were not going to get, in my personal opinion, better with the ESPN deal. ESPN put very little effort into any match day hype. They didn't really advertise that much. They didn't do anything with it. And the thing that, maybe this is optimistic or naive, but I don't think it is, you know, Apple just has this one product. It's MLS. They're, they just bought, what was it, like a couple billion? Right? They mm-hmm. paid a ton of money for it. And so they're not going to like 
not do anything with it. You know what I mean? I don't think it's naive to say they invested a ton of money. Apple's going to make sure everybody knows there's MLS games going on. Will that get new eyes? I don't know. Maybe. But at least people know what's happening. And I think with ESPN, they were just like, yeah, we got Major League Soccer and the Bundesliga. You want to watch the Bundesliga? It's like, Mm -hmm. of course, everyone already watches the Bundesliga, but not everyone. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's having, you know, having the paywall and all that stuff is, is, is a detriment. Um, but I'm with you. I don't, I don't necessarily think having it there available was helping that much. You know, who, how many people are truly clicking in? Um, I've, I've, I've said multiple times, I think that we need to be much more focused on like the baseball and hockey model where most people only watch regional, no matter how big of a fan of the sport they are. Um, so the idea that someone, yeah, some, some soccer fan who lives in Ohio is going to watch a Minnesota United game just because on, on like a Wednesday night, just because they love the sport. I, I think there's more likelihood than there is in baseball and soccer, but I think, or than baseball and hockey, but I think that we're not there yet. So I'm not as concerned about that. Um, so I, I'm excited about it. And I think I'm really excited about what it offers in terms of the more team specific content. I'm really excited to see what that looks like and team and league specific content. I mean, even at the height of ESPN handling MLS stuff, they never talked about it. They never had well, any shows that talked about it. Even like, even Sports Center couldn't muster up a, a highlight of it. And when they did, they usually like either said something incorrect or made fun of it. So if nothing else, it'd be interesting to see if we can get some like shows popping up or some more team specific stuff. I know Extra Time is talking about how they're moving to the Apple platform, which I don't love Extra Time, but maybe being on that platform will give them more money, which will then give them more time to look into those things and like. All of that will compound on itself, and we can start to get a better product in terms of covering the league. Yeah. I was going to say something, and I totally forgot it. So. Mm. Oh, no, I do remember. So uh, it sounds like they'll be doing like team, team spotlight stuff. Like each team has to submit a certain amount of like player spotlight material. And like, yeah. I mean, they're really pushing for the thing that people have said that ESPN is missing is storylines you know show us where did minnesota united come from how did columbus crew almost you know lose their team where did austin come from Mm -hmm. you know like show us those storylines and and why it's significant and what you know what does chivas usa mean lafc right like just give us i mean they wouldn't say that but (laughs) give us something to to give context because that's the most to me that's the most compelling part of sports is it's not just I mean, seeing a player score a goal is fun. Seeing a player score a goal when you know that, you know, this is the second anniversary of his grandfather's passing away, right? Like something like, you know what I mean? Well, don't laugh. You know what I mean? Why did it feel so dark with it? Why not like, well, this is his it, old team oh, or like he boo, he wanted to go on. there and they wouldn't draft okay. him. It's in his honor though. It's uplifting. Sure. Yeah, that sounds great. He did great. it for him. He did it for him. So like, you know, okay, that was dark, but. I've been drinking tequila, so yeah. That'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I think it, I, I'm, I'm excited. It'll be nice to have all the games in one place without worrying about like blackouts and stuff. Um, and I think I think the, the positives are far away the drawbacks. I'm sad to obviously see Cal go. Um, we know that now that Kendra is one of the one of the Kendra is one of the announcers, so she'll still be around, but obviously not necessarily doing broadcasts from an M and UFC point of view, which I always do love watching games where the broadcasters are giving it to you from 
their team, kind of the home team point of view. I love it until you get like the one or two like over the top um, homer announcers. Yeah. Like when the, do... when the other team scores, I, I actually still want you to act like a little excited or else I just think there's a reason that the goal like isn't going to count or something, you know? And that's, I think, something that Cal did very well. Yeah. He still said in a very excited voice, you know, goal, <laughs> instead of just like, you know, I'm trying to think of who it was. I think it was SKC. I was listening to their stream uh, and it was just like, dude... Y- it's okay to be like, oh, goal. Like, that was a good At the end of the day, we're all watching this for entertainment. And, like, you want yeah. to feel exciting. It's okay that your team didn't score it. And you don't have to be happy about it. But, like, you also have a, a job to do. Yeah. So, a level of being objective would be nice. But yeah, it's too much to ask, apparently. Well, that's what I got on my list. Anything we didn't talk about? That's our first one back into the season. Some transfer stuff, but nothing too big. What else is on your mind? I mean, that's it, right? I, I think, you know, really just getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. Uh, we missed you guys. I, I mean, that's really mostly it. I, we'll, um, we'll probably send out a thing for Fantasy yeah. MLS soon. Yep. Um, so, you know, let us know. Remind us. I'll send a... Send a I'll, I'll tweet something, and then you can hit us up if you want the invite. Um, seems like that's been pretty fun. People have liked that. So we'll do that again this year. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's pretty much it for me. Just looking forward to getting into a semi consistent routine. I think Alex and I have really discussed this, but I don't know. We'll probably go every couple of weeks here till the season starts just to space. Yeah. It out. I feel like depending on what feels right, if there's a bunch of stuff happening, maybe we hop on. If it's just more of the same, we know that they're down there playing teams. We don't really know about, um, Probably don't need to record, but yeah, we'll have, we'll get a couple in. I think we're like thirty four days away, thirty two days away from from the season opener, so uh, we got some time to 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 speculate wildly. What is the one thing you are most excited for for the season? It can be loons related, non loons related, whatever. I mean, I, obviously, I'm just always excited for the, the the season to be back. Like, it's just fun to get back in there again. As far as like more specifically, though, I. I'm really excited. I, I want to see what Amaria can do. Because I think this is now, it's like, all right, man, this is it. I've been, like, backing you since you came the first time and had, like, those first few games and they got injured. And then you came and had, like, half a season. And then I think you, like, were here. But, like, Unu is here and, like, all that stuff. Like, this season, you're coming in with a clean, a clean slate. It's time to, like, put up or shut up. So yeah. I think I'm excited for him to just have that go. And I really do think that there's a player in there that the league could talk about. And other people say that too. David Goss just said that the other day, that he thinks he could be one person who, who hits that like second year kind of like role. Yep. I'm, you see it in MLS. And I think I will always point at like the Chicharito example of he went from like an all-time bust where I think he had zero league goals, right? It's like zero mm-hmm. league goals to almost winning the golden boot the next year Mm -hmm. like it takes a while there's so much that goes on in people's family lives new league adjustments like you just you can't write a player off and so whatever it is with amaria i agree um we'll see what the player is inside of him uh for me it's bongi i really when when he's another good one yeah when you see and i'm not saying he's gonna be you know taking the league by storm but for me he was such an exciting player to watch. And I mean this non, 
like judgmentally, but like you just never knew what he was going to do next. And it mm-hmm. would always be something really electric and exciting. And he got I mean, look at the last the game, game of the year. He like dribbled across the Bronx and like fell over, remember? Yeah. And then like got up and like kicked it in the net. Like, it just the nuts. hell was that? It's just nuts. <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff where it's like that enjoyment. Like he truly brings joy to the game. And so that's a player I'm really excited to to watch again this year. Yeah. And then obviously go to a game, right? I'm, yeah. I'm pumped to go hang out with you and hang out with everybody and watch some games. And What about League's Cup? Do you care about League's Cup? If we win, yeah. <laughs> if we lose, I'm excited if to see we how it lose, goes. It's nothing. If we win, it's the most important thing. I'm excited for for a, 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 another kind of competition because I always think interleague play is fun. I don't love the idea that we're like pausing the whole league, but I think I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see not like the top of the top league of MX coming. I think every time we play them, it's like their best team. It'll be fun to see what it looks like to just match up like more broadly, not like our best against their best, but just like. Here are some good teams in the league. What does that realistically look like? Like 1 through 16 or whatever we decided it was. I think that'll be interesting too. I think it will be. Yeah. No, and we'll I'm, be I'm in definitely... season too. In fact, we always meet them when we're like getting going and stuff. So. That'll yeah, be I, I think. What is it? Uh, um, oh my gosh. I'm blanking on the team. It's not Pachuca. Who do we play? Oh, I didn't recognize them. It was one, it was one of the League MX team that I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't uh, Puebla. Follow. It's it's Puebla. Okay. And Chicago Fire, I believe. Yep. And then actually, uh, Seattle plays in um, the Club World Cup. Oh. Which would be kind of exciting. Yeah, can't wait to see them play. Uh, don't they have Real Madrid in their group? I don't even know. I haven't looked at it. I'm I'm pretty sure it's or not group. I think it's like if they beat the first up team that they're facing. Or something like that. The next team is Real Madrid, which like, how funny would it be? How Alex? How funny would it be if we bunker? Not we. I shouldn't say we. We are not Seattle, but we MLS Seattle. If they do something, if some miracle, because miracles happen, if Seattle somehow beats Real Madrid, can you imagine mm-hmm. the shit talk that will go down? That would be. <laughs> That would be the end of soccer internet. Like, not I just, just would Twitter. love to see it would him be play. Reddit. Honestly, I don't even care. I just would love to see him play. Just to see. I know, but is. shoot, shoot for the moon, right? Because if yep. you miss, you'll land within the stars. So, sure. there you go. And on that inspirational note, go loons. Hey, go loons.